Good morning, everyone, and happy Sunday, baby. Today we're talking about growing pains. I'm experiencing growing pains right now. Um, first and foremost, with my plants. Yes, I am one of those people. I started growing plants in quarantine. Uh, I skipped the sourdough bread face. Uh, yes, that's very unusual for a German, but I <laughs> did skip it. I didn't really work out apart from my yoga and I didn't really upgrade my style. Although I think a lot of people let themselves go with regards to their style. And I just stayed the same. So I'm like in a good middle field. I'm pretty average. And yeah, so I have a lot of plants. My plants are my little plant babies. It's the most wonderful thing in my life. Well, in my apartment, apart from my cat. Okay, that sounds weird. But <laughs> I mean, I have a great family. I have a wonderful boyfriend. But where I live, just my natural habitat, my cat and my plants bring me so much joy on a regular basis and during quarantine I started propagating plants um, it felt a little bit odd <laughs> just googling how to do propaganda but yeah uh, I started propagating my plants and it's the opposite of pain watching them grow it's just you take so-called clippings from the plants and you put them in water I used uh, wine glasses, since I have no one to drink with right now. <laughs> I use wine glasses and I put the little knots in. And it's the opposite of pain, seeing the roots grow deeper and deeper into the water. And I do not feel this way about my life at all right now. I mean, I'm doing great from the outside. I count my blessings every day. I have a good and safe job. I have a great and supportive family, wonderful partner. And especially during quarantine, I know that I need to value those things. Um, but still, I think as a 20-something-year-old, there's always some pain that comes with being in this awkward growing phase and feeling like, oh my God, I'm being outgrown by so many other people. There's so much growth that I still need to do. And this agony of discovering who you are and even if you're on the right track and doing something that's outwardly considered great, that you feel like, oh, maybe that's not really what I want to do. And let's see. Um, so yeah, uh, all of the areas of my life are calmer than they ever were I think uh, apart from friendship that's where it gets messy and there are two stories that I wanted to share with you today um, when this whole pen demonic started I also had an ex that reached out obviously <laughs> they all come out of the bookworks and I reconnected with an ex and he was in a pretty intense stay-at-home situation with his grandma and his father and um, yeah I need to say that me and my boyfriend were just good friends back then and I don't want to get into too much details with this story because it concerns another person's privacy but basically the only advice I could give him at the time was I'm really really sorry you're in the situation right now it seems pretty harsh and please see this as growing pains. This will make you become a more compassionate and kind person and appreciate your life so much more once you're out of it. Um, I'm not sure if I said the last part, but that's basically the gist of it. And to this day, I don't know if this was the right thing to say, 
um, maybe I prevented him from looking for another apartment and getting out as soon as he can. Maybe I made him think that what was going on with him was in any way acceptable. And um, yeah, maybe <laughs> I was only giving the advice I thought was best in the moment and I shouldn't be asking myself all these questions because I'm not responsible for a grown man's life. But those are the kind of questions that come to mind whenever you had given some heartfelt advice to someone and you care about uh, the outcome. But there is a second situation with regards to growing pain that makes me more regretful. And in the beginning of quarantine, I had a friend, let's call her Alexandra. So Alexandra and I had been, I moved to another country for my job on 2018 and Alexandra and I were friends ever since. There was a huge age gap between us. I was 20, she was 42. So now I'm 23 and she's uh, 45. Um, so we had been friends for quite some time and we always had this kind of, not mother-daughter, but more like big sister, <laughs> little sister kind of dynamic and I really appreciated her. But when I started after a year of living here, when I started getting my life a little bit more in check and a little bit more, was a little bit more independent, had more friendships outside of our dynamic, it just felt that especially with regards to maybe relationships or just meeting new people, that she was not always happy for my success. That also, when I said we're working in the same office, when I said that maybe I wanted to join somewhere else, she was like, well, what do you else do you want to do apart from that? And I just did not felt very supported in that connection. And together with that situation came that I had seen her and another friend of mine discard a third friend before that and I had known the conversation that was going on behind the scenes whenever that person wasn't looking. So with the time that went on, a lot of a lot of caution from my side was there and I didn't really tell her about a lot of things that were going on in my life. I didn't tell her about my dating life. I stopped telling her about other things. and. I just noticed how much better I felt about all of these things without her negative commentary around it. And it would be snide comments like, oh yeah, maybe those killer colleagues like your kind of humor, but I don't. <laughs> oh, you took those plans to your new office? Why? <laughs> it's just, and a few of those, but on the, the most part of it was just a wonderful, supportive and fun friendship. I feel like we clicked in a very unique way and I really appreciated her especially for those first years so during that time where her friendship <laughs> wasn't doing so well um, I um, there was a certain event a holiday in the country that we both live in there I was like oh yeah maybe I'm going to go to like this guy's house like this guy's society society is like the apartment building um, and we'll celebrate there, but I don't really know what I want to do. Maybe, maybe not. And she was like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, in the end, her and that other friend went to a party without telling me, and I found out through Instagram. And the next day, there was no discussion about it, no talking about it. was just said, oh, yeah, I knew you had this one thing going on. So, uh, no, I don't think even that was said. But it was just 
it was just weird. It was a, a, an odd dynamic. And I think the wonderful thing about friendships is that you can outgrow them and release the other person with love and just stepping back step by step. It's the difference between friendships and relationships. In relationships, you always have to define where you are. You That is your partner. You have to be there for them. And if you don't feel like talking to them for like a month or two or if you feel like okay I'll have to step back from this relationship there needs to be a conversation and whenever words are exchanged um, that can also create hurt and additional conflict rather than okay we're just floating in and out of each other's lives so I was stepping back from that a little bit and um, we have a common friend I decided in the beginning of quarantine hey I think I want to adopt a cat. And I talked to a person that we all knew who was taking care of stray animals in the town where we live. And he told me, yes, I can. I have one cat that's still living in my garage in like a little small cage in his garage. I couldn't even bear looking at that cat without taking it home. And uh, yeah, that's that cat's name. And uh, He's in the garage and you can take him, but don't adopt him. We'll just see how ever you guys feel and you'll just host him for a little bit. And then uh, afterwards you can decide whether or not we go along with it or whether another cat would be a better fit for you. Perfect. Great. I texted our common friend who also has cats and I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to probably take a cat, but hey, please don't tell Sandra. Just like, I don't, I don't want her telling me how irresponsible I would be and uh, how I didn't even know what I really wanted and Sandra I knew at the time she was also looking into maybe adopting cats she always wanted to Alexandra always wanted to have two cats and um, I was like okay great that's also something she wanted I don't want this type of odd jealousy um, sorrying the situation so let's just calm everything down and uh, I'll just maybe tell her maybe not maybe I'll just tell her whenever I've adopted the cat the cat comes to my place I'll text our common friend and he's like oh sh Larissa just letting you know that's the exact cat that Alexandra was looking for and I was like okay oh my god okay I'll just I'll text her I called her up. I was like, okay, just listen, that cat is at my place right now. I have not adopted him. If you decide to have him, please just, you know, we're friends. You can just let me know. And I'll, I'll no problem giving him up. It's perfectly fine with me. Just let me know. Great. No problem with that. We, she went completely silent. Didn't talk to me the other days in office has told to other people like oh yeah yeah Larissa you don't even need to pretend you play just playing that sweet innocent girl which I know you're not and uh, you don't even need to pretend with me everyone thinks you're so sweet and you're not and I've never heard such viciousness in a grown woman's voice as I heard that day and we have not really spoken since that year. In office, everything I did, I could only do wrong. And it was 
very hot and I sat down with myself and I was looking at the situation and I was thinking how it would look from her point of view. From her point of view, I texted the common friend. I knew that she wanted to adopt the cat. I texted a common friend, hey, I'm adopting a cat and don't tell her. Then I adopt the cat that she wanted. And I'm like calling her up like, hey, it's now at my place. Full stop. I think I can understand where she comes from. I can totally understand that. I have related my side of the story to her. I was like, hey, listen, we're not, we were not that close any, anymore. I told you from the beginning, you can have this cat if you want to. But everything I said was being turned against me. And everything I did was being turned against me. And I felt like I need to step back. I have not talked badly towards anybody else regarding that person. I have not spoken to our common friends in a bad manner. I know that she has because I found out a few months later that while our common friend was cat-sitting her cat, she told him that I couldn't come over and I was not invited while her cat was there. She never excused herself for her behavior. I also never excused myself for my behavior. And I think that it is very understandable still from her situation how it looks. And you need to check yourself because sometimes you are the toxic person. Sometimes you are the mean negative person you're looking to push away. And sometimes the problem is you. Wherever you run, there you are. And Still, that doesn't make you any less worthy. Just keep on growing, keep on checking with yourself and keep on motivating yourself. And mistakes are still opportunities and you can look at them, own them, grow from them and move on and do better because you're human and it's okay. And it's the hardest part as a becoming adult is to differentiate between what is the growing pain situation and what is just pain. What is pain that I need to endure in order for to have something better and what is pain that is just there because it reminds me that that's not how it's supposed to be. And after a while I was trying to write her a letter, trying to rekindle the friendship and I started the letter and I actually wrote the last part in the beginning. I wrote to her that I really appreciate our friendship, that my actions must have thought, made her think that I didn't appreciate her as a friend and that I didn't take her feelings into consideration. That's the last thing I wanted because she was a great friend to me. And I wrote to her that I hope that her and her cat bring a lot of joy into each other's lives and that they grow and build a life together, whatever that means. And Alexandra and I are now on better terms in office. But I don't trust that. And I have decided not to give that letter when I found something else out, namely that she uh, <laughs> that she had slept with our common friend and never told me. So it was a little bit of a situation of, okay, that's... I thought we were on very strong, good terms, would never do those types of things to, to each other and tell each other everything and... Apparently that just wasn't the case and sometimes you need to let go because growing is loss. And so I have two lessons 
<laughs> regarding growing pains. One I learned from my plant seedlings that it's good to be present and to do whatever you can today and have faith. You just plant the seedling and then you have faith that it will grow and let July be July and let August be August. And the second lesson is that growing is loss. It leaves space for something new, but that doesn't matter that it isn't also a loss. And I just hope that you are all growing towards the sunlight only. Thank you so much for joining me today and uh, I hope you have a nice Sunday and I hope you find it in you to forgive the person that you used to be and forgive the people that others wronged you used to be and I wish you a very, very happy Sunday, baby. <laughs>